on a raft without a patter. We'll gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Tibo of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do, to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buxton Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Ball. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Well, shoot. From time to time, I'd have given it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even going to be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dear, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radio. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radio. Yahoo! Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast. Zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
San Francisco. What are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary, for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento at tw- and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside mutinyradio.fm here at 21st and Florida, 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20th and Alabama for Titans of Comedy every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission, a leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out? side bags and cool stuff talk to under go to skinonskins.com that's s-k-i-n-o-n-s-k-i-n-s.com you just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather go see under everything is handcrafted and understated quality fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs he also does fixes maybe you love that jacket put the zipper back in Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com. At 20th and Mission, check them out at SkinOnSkins.com.
Digital Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up the number one station that rule the nation. Give it to me every time. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for... Can you hear me now? Alright, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> Alright, you guys, welcome. This is Friends of the Pod. In studio with me is uh, Ms. Zima Wyatt. Tell me about yourself. Um, I was born here in San Francisco, in Chinatown. And I live in Oakland now. Oh, wow. Um, but Chinatown, that must have been interesting, because uh, the last time I went to Chinatown, um, I don't know if you see it on Facebook or not or whatnot, but um, I went to Speakeasy for one of my friends' birthdays, and that's in Chinatown. Wow. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, it was a it was a hell of an experience, but I don't know when when, when you get there, it's like it's wow. Yeah, the yeah. energy, the energy is awesome. It's awesome. I'm sure in 1960, I was probably the only African American born in a Chinese hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 1960. Oh my goodness! Wow. I know. I know. I don't look it. I know. Thank you very uh, much. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> But remember, no, twins, my 21. sister, so yeah, look no, at her. Ex- exactly. Okay. <laughs> the queen, Quen Mejia. Yes. <laughs> she yes. <laughs> out floating around in cyberspace somewhere. Yeah, she's she's doing something. She's gonna telecommute for now, and she's she's gonna try and make it later on. But you know, she has she has some stuff to deal with. And yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. That oh. happens sometimes. But damn it. The dynamic, oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, so so tell me how you know. Uh, tell me how you know the queen. Wow, now that's a story, and of all stories, we've been knowing each other since mm, I think I was in the sixth grade, and she was in the eighth grade. Um, we actually went to the same church. Um, we grew up in East Palo Alto. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Just tell me about yeah. that. Yeah, and my mother had so many kids and I don't mean biological um, she adopted anyone and everyone that came along and Quinn happened to be one of those souls that um, my mother they just connected and actually um, Quinn became the daughter that my m- that I I guess <laughs> was <laughs> in the daughter then the foo foo shoo shoo. Let me put it in. <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand that. <laughs> okay, you know Quinn. Okay, I totally so understand that. Shoo-shoo. Yeah, I, I know. was not. And um, uh, Quinn, 
just, like I said, she came into our life and my mother just embraced her and the relationship that the two of them had, like I said, people could come to my mother's house, you know, for dinner and they wouldn't yeah. know who her biological children were <laughs> because she had so many people calling her mom. Oh, that's Yeah, cool, you yeah. know, and <laughs> so <laughs> Quinn um, actually, uh, it's a story that I don't know if she's ever told you and I don't know if she wants to tell you. No, <laughs> it's no I, I don't think, uh, I don't think she opens up about her past like all that often to people. I guess she's just like, kind of it's kind of tough but i see that i see that sort of uh that that diva wall she puts up and she's such a diva i mean i love her but like she's such a diva and it comes she with came out of the womb a diva it's, yeah i totally agree with that but a good i mean she just had this spirit that um my mother understood her where sometimes your parents may not understand you and it may take someone else's mother or father that can see something through you. you yeah. Know, just like um, people who work with children. Um, they can see something in that child that their parents may not see and then they can convey that to the parents. It's like when kids go to school and something that the parents not seeing because the teacher is yeah. with them all day long you know, they see a behavior that isn't normal in the household. So Quinn... Which, which is why, like, they're able to give advice to parents Exactly, and like yeah. exactly. And my mother had that type of um, heart. She worked for a mortuary in East Palo Alto. So oh, that one. So she was one. always giving to others. Yeah. And so, like I said, she um, took Quinn under her wing and... The funny part of the Quinn and Zima story is we're only two years apart. But there is a lifetime of experience between you two. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were in high school, um, Quinn was in the 12th grade and I was a freshman. I mean, no, she was in the 11th and I was a freshman. Now, to this day, it's funny. Quinn did not realize how close in age we were because she you know she was my big sister <laughs> yeah i mean like a, a year a year and some change apart like it could mean it could quite literally mean life or death a decade yeah <laughs> if exactly. you're you know it depends and she had older sisters i had older brothers so my growing up was a little different than her growing up but we were in high school together. I played on the basketball team. I was on the band. And yeah. Quinn, I mean, we were out of she, high she's school. She's probably just been singing for like 50 years. Yes, or yes, <laughs> yes. I'm at school every day. And one day, I think it was like in 2004, um, we hadn't seen each other for like 20 years. And we finally reconnected. And she said, you know, I never realized you were t only two years younger than I am. I said, well, Quinn, I was in high school with you. She said, I just thought you was up in high school hanging out. I said, you thought an eighth grader was hanging out, and you thought Miss Maggie was going to let me hang out <laughs> in high school for two years <laughs> on the basketball team, on the softball team, in the band. She says, well, it just never registered. I just thought you was hanging out and at school. <laughs> and now that, that's kind of that's crazy because, um, like, back when you guys were in high school, it was like the, se the, 70s. the 70s. Yeah, the and 70s. All, all this stuff's going on, like the Beatles and, like, oh Jimi yeah. Hendrix is making a splash on the radio. Yeah. There's so much media, but there's a there's a totally different stigma that's going on, and what like what really catches my eye is like you were an athlete and she was you know probably she probably a thespian. Yeah, no, she was the diva. You know, she was in to the cosmetics and so cosmetology. So okay. we all went to Quinn to get our hair done. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes yes, sense. Yes, Quinn is a bad mm -hmm. hair. Oh, she's definitely a bad mamma jamma. <laughs> and a dynamite singer. So you get all that in one person. 
so she's had this, you know, same with Josephine Baker at 14. What? She never told me that. <laughs> I'm sorry, sis. But, yes, you know, at the Circle Star Theater in Redwood City. So uh. she's had that fever, and she'll she's going to take it to her grave. I wanted. I want to take a moment. You said Redwood City. You guys grew up in East Palo Alto. Yes, the Peninsula. Oh my goodness! The the Peninsula itself has like a different energy, but uh, Redwood City, like you could tell the people in Redwood City, despite all the stuff that's Mm -hmm. like going on, they have Mm -hmm. like a sort of like character. Right. Yeah. Right. I used to live in a an area called Friendly Acres. must have been pretty friendly and it was it was really cool it was like the quietest part of redwood city you know it was a long marsh road okay um, yeah yeah. it was just an area with a bunch of duplexes that um were really nice and the people a lot of us worked for ray camp corporation which was just on the other side of marsh road yeah it's, I think it's still in there. In Menlo Park, it yeah. is. It's called Tyco now. Yeah. Yeah, I worked there for 11 years um, from 19 to 30 years well, old. Well, yeah. Tyco is what I know from, like, the 90s because I'm, right. I'm an 80s yeah. baby. I was born in 87. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know exactly what you're talking about because you exit Marsh and, like, on the left is Redwood City. Right. On the right is Menlo Park. Right. Yeah. And then the up. And if you go uh, east, west a little bit, you'll be in Woodside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love the peninsula, um, but I also love the East Bay, and I miss San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's, some, there's something about the peninsula. I've, I've been in the peninsula pretty much my whole life, except for mm-hmm. college. Like, I needed to get out of here for college. Mm-hmm. I, went to, uh, I went to UCLA. I mean, it was probably like my worst and best decision of my life mm. yeah well, I, I mean it was the worst because i don't know the people are very um when i went there in between 2005 and 2009 mm-hmm. um there was because hollywood is like right there i yeah. think yeah yeah i think everybody just became la la not, not <laughs> I w- yeah exactly <laughs> uh, not not superficial by mm-hmm. any means but um i mean no no, no. That's what I mean to say. I think they're mm-hmm. just very superficial, but la they're not la. fake. Like that's what they're they grew la up la with. people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you come over here, and people are like, people have like these blue collar jobs mm-hmm. that get up to the point where like they have to think of think white collar. Because mm-hmm. nowadays, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nowadays, like people are making hundred thousand dollars a year, and you're still considered poor. Exactly. Yeah. You need to go live in Sil- Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Oakland, because like, I've been seeing a lot of Oakland lately. Oakland. Mm. Yeah. Um, I moved to Oakland from East Palo Alto in 2004. Okay. And when I first moved there, the homeless uh, situation, it was there, it was present, mm-hmm. but it wasn't overwhelming, and that's what's happening right now in Oakland is there there's this mass wave of homelessness that you know you have the term pop-up for food no there are pop-up communities tent fam you know units that are popping up all over oakland all under the underpass the um anywhere there's an open space on the um freeway entrance um in east oakland in the fruitvale there has been uh, several fires of um encampments because the people have no place to go and the one thing that i can say that the homelessness there the homeless are not hungry because there's a lot of food that are that's being given out daily but they're they can't afford to live in Oakland. I mean, I'm having a problem living in Oakland. Well, I I think uh, I think Oakland's like the poster child for being gentrified. I think because um, 
you know, if you if you start like, let's say you go into a small community in Oakland, say West Oakland, yeah, exa- <laughs> exactly, like West Oakland, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you start putting things like, I mean, not Starbucks, but like stuff like, stuff like Swarovski or fucking like Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. Now, because there's now because it's there, people are gonna see it as like a destination because mm-hmm. that stuff is there. Mm-hmm. But more people are gonna start going in there, and they're gonna be talked to. By some investors about you know change local mm-hmm. community. It has and changed. Oakland is definitely changed. It has yeah. changed since I moved. I live in West Oakland, right yeah. in the. I, I, they call it Uptown, but Uptown is on the other side of Twenty Four <laughs> or Nine Eighty. <laughs> so I'm on the. I guess west west side of 980. You're you're not too far off from uh, Lake Merritt, I think. No, 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 no. I'm I'm closer to the bottoms, what they call the bottoms, which is by the West Oakland Bart Station, Market okay, okay. Grand yeah. Market Street and West Grand, where the fire. As matter of fact, the fire that they just had last week. I was a part of the people that electricity was affected at 2 o'clock in the morning because all of a sudden I heard this pop in the house. And yeah. then I woke up and I noticed that everything, the lights were off. And I'm like, I know PG&E did not cut off my PG&E at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> let me get there at 5 o'clock. But, yeah. you know, and then I started walking through the house because it was like a dead spirit, which means the energy was there was no light, no no kind of electricity. And I went to the kitchen, and all I could see was this orange fireball. So, of course, everybody, wake up everybody in the house. Let's we get dressed. We go running around the corner. And the new complex that's right on uh, West Grand, up in flames. Wow. And that's what's happened. That's what has been occurring in Oakland for like the last two years with all the new units that are being constructed in these different communities for some reason they are being vandalized arson that makes sense I can't I can't really speak about the people that do it but I don't know I I'm at a loss for words actually but yeah yeah it's you know it's the double-edged sword you know i live in oakland i live in west oakland i live in that neighborhood but i wouldn't be able to afford a unit there i couldn't afford a um, studio it's expensive it's it's ridiculous you know two thousand dollars for a studio apartment well (laughs) Mo- move, moving on from that though, coming from Oakland, we got the uh, Golden State Warriors. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I'm kind of torn because I'm a native San Franciscan, you know. So them, com- <laughs> them coming back home. They're they're coming back over coming here. Coming back Chase, home. Chase Arena. Yeah. Yeah. Chase Arena is gonna be built by next year. Champ, yeah. Champ, you want to say something about that? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, Champ, that's Zima. Zima, hey, that's the how champ, Jay. Uh, sit, sit right there, champ. No, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> that was nice. I like that. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. You want some headphones? I don't know. There. This one? Yeah. So so Quentin so Quentin told me that you did uh, you do some photography for the Warriors, which is why I want to talk about like Reverend <laughs> in Oakland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um I've been photographing for them since two thousand seven when I used to work for the Globe newspapers. And now I shoot for uh Sports in the Bay, Felicia McDaniels. Sorry, she's gonna kill me. Felicia Purcell. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so when there's opportunities because they are the champs, the photographers now are getting booted out because of all the different TV channels, stations that want to be there at the Warriors games. So, you know, the little ones, we lose our spot because some TV channel wants to 
be at a Warriors game. So, yeah. We got Quinn coming in. Hey, Quinn. Hello, Bob. Hey, Quinn. I hear you. This is Zima. Quinn Mejia. <laughs> where, where is Quinn Mejia? <laughs> Quinn Mejia got a call in today. <laughs> I, I, I can't even tell you about life, but... <clears throat> Um, since you're not talking about me, because I'm I'm over here live at um, Chipotle. Nice. In San Jose, <laughs> and it's a lot of weird energy out here today in San Jose. <laughs> but we're not talking about me. Hi, Zima. Hey, sis. How you doing? Girl, I'm telling you, I'm the, the baby had to put the man off the bus. He said he was going to set me on fire, and what? you know I got STD. Is it? No, that's what? not true. STD, STD, You know you when you got to set the you on fire? What kind what? of shit is that? So, <laughs> so about that the energy. bus is crowded, and he don't want to be touched. And he got, uh, he has in his hand a, um, a thing you pull the plug and you and, and you put out on the street when your cars broke down. Yeah. Uh huh. He has one of those, and he. So first, uh -huh. this other man touched him, and he was gonna kick his ass and jump on him. And I'm standing by the other guy, and the guy keeps saying he's sorry and he's threatening the other guy. And so I'm standing by him, and then I bump into him, and he says. Uh, I'm gonna kick your ass, and I wow. said, "Let me just tell you, ain't another man gonna hit me on this planet." Wow. And I meant that shit. And he said, "I'm gonna kick your ass," and I oh. said, "Like I said, if you're gonna, you, you know, we like at a standoff on the bus in the back of the bus at this point." And so the lady is saying, um, "Was he just uh, trying to uh, recreate sir, the Rosa Parks moment?" This is a packed freaking bus. And, and, and Santa freaking say So on the way, you know where I was going to take care of my phone bill. Yeah. <laughs> Get there, and the, phone, the machine is down. So I said, okay, I'll turn around, and there's one about three more blocks. Get on that bus, and the net is on the bus. So she came, she's driving, I'm like still driving with the net on the bus, and it's getting so bad that other clients are getting involved. So at this point, the people got me blocked off from him while she kicked him off the bus, and he said he's seen he's going to set me on fire. What? She takes me five blocks what? away from where I need to go, which is more toward out of way near the train station. So she lets me off there. I got to walk five more blocks back to where so I could take her this phone, and by the time it's like it's a wrap, I could do it live. Oh, wow. It's not, it's not worth me even trying to, you know? <clears throat> no. Nah, to have this really. energy, you know, so I knew I could do it live. I want to say, Zima, thank you for coming. Oh, Bob, I love you guys so much. <laughs> but did Zima you tell too, you Blaine. who she is yet? <laughs> yes, we've been talking. <laughs> yeah, no, we, well, we've been talking about best? you, actually. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I, I wanted to explore the dynamic between the, qu the queen and the photographer, apparently. You know, <laughs> the tomboy and the diva. <laughs> how you got con how you got connected with mother <laughs> because I didn't want to play dolly doll and makeup and all that so you well, know, wasn't I that you diva? <laughs> diva oh my god did you bring my high school pictures just so no, they could I see didn't. how I'm in a ninth grade group to do no I didn't I did tell them the story about you thinking that I was six years or seven years younger when we were at high school at the same time <laughs> mm -hmm. And I didn't even smoke weed then. So you shouldn't have been. You shouldn't even said smoke that. Weed, you should have been. I thought you was out on the grass. <laughs> and I'm that. And I'm that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but my sister just said that basketball teams out of these also programs. She's a phenomenal. I, and I thank you. She she is an enigma. Yeah. It, isn't she? She's a phenomenal and oh, and yeah. um the way she has come back uh, fought MS is like 
you know, her courage to do this when when she first shared with me her that she was diagnosed. You know, I didn't even know. I had no idea what cancer was or, you know, MSD. Well, it, pr- it probably diseases. didn't exist in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Recently, actually, yeah. she's speaking of uh, present day. Like, yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Five years. Yeah. When I was telling you earlier about the yeah. walker. Well, we'll get to we'll get to that at one point. <laughs> there is so much to cover. <laughs> yes, is it so? Any entertainment with you guys today, uh, Bob? Uh, we got we got the heavyweight champ over here, Queen. Oh. You, you hey, should, you the heavyweight. Oh. The champ is here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> champ! champ. Here. <laughs> Look, I needed you on the bus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> no, but that type of stuff you. don't fly when I'm around. No. I was I, I was squaring I was squaring off, champ. Hey. I put my bags down. I was squaring mm. off. I was like, okay, look like this is what I'm gonna do before I get. Nah, I have to say oh no my bills. God, you know, we don't have to go see the bills, bondsman, sis. We don't no, because I said if you you think you're gonna set me on fire, I'm gonna bite the shit out of you. I'm gonna yep. bite you and bite you and bite you and bite you. <laughs> I'm not I'm not an advocate for street violence, but at the same time, it's like stand your ground. You threaten to set me on fire, you gonna get shot. Yeah. You gonna set me on fire? He had yeah. the spark in his hand, yeah. getting ready to pull it. Nope. And everybody on the but in the back of the freaking bus, it ain't no it ain't no room. But our champ, I'm telling you, we need security. I'm telling you. <laughs> so who you beating up in the world today? <laughs> uh, actually, in a couple hours, I'll be wrestling over at uh, El Toro Nightclub. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, at a nightclub. Cemetery Avenue in in San Francisco. Oh, you a stripper? Wrestler. You ain't no boxer. I mean. Hey, that's after that's after dark. That's after dark. Hey, I'd rather have a wrestler than a boxer because a wrestler I know he don't take him down. Yeah. I'm at the I'm so I'm so is in the wrong location. <laughs> Your protection is here. I'm, you, I'm sitting up no, here with I'm a burrito like and a and some and some chips, man. <laughs> Well, he has a gentle face. <laughs> what you say, And dimples. Chris? He has a gentle face oh, and man, she oh, my dimples. Now I'm over here blushing. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and turn my back right now. Just, uh, oh, and his head is shining. Well, that, that's because it's hot. I'm from Washington. This is too hot for me. <laughs> Ooh, I, I've been having Mama bad sweating spells. Maybe, maybe uh, it's good I wasn't there to drip all over I'll you. Oh shoot! Oh shoot! <laughs> I don't think he would have been able to handle it. <laughs> You'd be surprised if I can. I'm learning how Look to scale my buildings and shit. They call me Sin for a reason. <laughs> The rumors are true. <laughs> oh, my God. Bob knows. Oh, exactly. Got, oh, He's I heard know. the stories. <laughs> they got tools for everything, for climbing. Oh, yeah. Lasso it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got them all in my room. Yeah, you, don't, you don't have to not be able to do a damn thing on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> oh man, that's. <laughs> so I can learn how to climb. Hmm? You taking someone down tonight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's a five-on-five tag team match, and um, based on the story, I haven't been announced as one of the participants because mm-hmm. um, they want to keep it a mystery until oh, I go out there. Oh, okay. But oh, that's yeah. why you didn't promote on your yeah. page, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, mm. and then tomorrow I'll be in Daly City, um, going against twenty nine other guys too. Twenty nine? Wow. Oh wow! Mm. Well, you don't look like you um, you've been banged up, you know, oh, I'm, much. I'm well, Gina, in don't scars. be talking about how he look. I'm all sick and shit because I can't forehead? see. Oh. In the back of my head, right here. <laughs> I got scars all over my body. You he got big arms. Yes. He got big arms. Yes. You do. I mean, yeah. they're all right. Yeah, you I'm, can, wearing a, I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now. Or he can hold like you. 
He's wearing long Somebody, wearing somebody better have some of that weed for me. That's all. I don't care how he gets it. I don't care how he gets to Foster City. It better be there for me. <laughs> Man, I'm heating up over here. Byway damn bye. You got me out here. I got him shaking his shirt. I know. You know I'm trying to fan like, himself. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Child, mm-mm. I'm menopause hands. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Talking live here from Chipotle. Uh, I need one of them Holy Ghost Yeah, here no, you uh, need the men of With the crew. Not yeah. the Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Ghost will work on you. Uh, <laughs> Am I tying up the line? No, you all good. You all good? How no, many no, lines no, yeah. we got? We only got one, but I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to answer Gil's phone call because I don't have the timer. <laughs> Bob over here being lazy, so he's we like, "All right, we got one." one. Li- <laughs> we we got one line. I'm I'm Quinn Mejia, talking from San Jose Chipotle. This um, had to do the street scene today because the universe called it out that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so hello world. <laughs> hello, Quinn. <laughs> You know, you yeah. know what? The, ne- the next time, uh, the next time me, you, and Russell are at karaoke, I'm Russell and I are gonna sing you some Rosa Parks. Oh, you gonna sing <laughs> me some what? Is Ru- Russell there? Nah, no. nah, Russell's not here. What the hell, Russell Ru- Truffles? Zima, you need to experience it. If we call it. Oh, you never had Russell's mouth truffles? No. Oh, no. man, you, you missing out. You gotta you gotta come out one yeah. of these times when Russell's here. He's I told him I'll slap yeah. somebody for them damn truffles. Oh. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> and that's gonna hurt. Open yeah. in your mouth, girl. <laughs> do they melt in your mouth? Oh, uh, they do Andy more man. than that. Oh. Yeah, they, <laughs> they they burst open in your mouth and all of your whole mouth your whole mouth is full of pleasure. Oh, can you imagine? Are we that? talking about Your the trouble for me? <laughs> <laughs> What's really going on? We are talking about truffles, right? <laughs> 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 nah, I didn't know truffles burst in your mouth. I know they melt. Depends on the truffle. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> You guys stop. let me know when you need to be over here. The no, dimples yeah. are. Uh, you know oh, what? Don't no, tell I just me saw you where got the, a dimple. I just saw where the conversation was turning, so <laughs> I'm ready now. I didn't know it was going to be this type of radio show, Bob. <laughs> it's not. It's you told not. me to come down here and promote wrestling. <laughs> you got me out here just talking about truffles. Being looking like a piece of meat. <laughs> I don't mind. I, I didn't know they would turn you into that. I don't. I you, yes, you did. No, I did not. You set me up. You set me up. Thank you. Well, he, he's not supposed to tell his identity until this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. We're oh, is that what it was? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, did I mess up? Oh well. Yeah, we were trying to change uh, it to keep it undercover for Shucks. you. <laughs> I'll pass I mean, as, I long, as long as you get in check in, you'll be alright. But I keep I keep asking the universe, what did I do? What I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> what time? What time is it? I'm about to get one of these scooters and start scooting along. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. You gonna rent a Vespa yeah, for right. it? I almost had to do that trying to find parking over here. <laughs> right. Oh, you I drove here. Yeah. I, how soon am I going to get here, Bob? <laughs> yeah. The park, Bob. I'm, I'm fat and lazy. Bob I don't, like I'm me, not going to walk. <laughs> <laughs> like Dan Apparently Moses the bus is out Quinn. of question. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, Ooh, apparently look, so. Look, I'm gonna go get that. I'm gonna go get that arsenic and, and have him threaten you guys. Shoot. <laughs> Is that, like is that what you on the radio? Do, like, uh, compared to the heavyweight champ? No, there's no question about it. That'd be a bad life decision champion. for him. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, you know why I'm not there? Because hmm. I would be your contender. That's oh, why shoot. I'm not there. See, now. <laughs> that's a call out. That's a call out to me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm the champion 24-7, so anytime. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is show up with a ref. I'm gonna give you some tight, tight boxer shorts. Got them on right now. 
<laughs> he do, he actually does. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going straight to the show after this. Yeah. Oh, what color are they? Quinn. We trying to find what? out when his show. What's going on with his show? Doors open oh, at okay. seven o'clock. It's at El Toro Nightclub in San Francisco. Mm. Um, I'm going on probably nine thirty. Oh, okay. that's cool. Because mm. yeah, I'm what in the main class. A heavyweight. You go on at nine thirty, and what is the charge to get in? Huh? How much does it cost to get in? I think like 10, 15 bucks. Yeah, people need to know. Oh, exactly. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah, know. So I'm, I'm about to head over there after the show. <coughs> so I'll they can I'll see the Bob's lying. Bob's lying. 